The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 10th chapter. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the father loves me because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. This is the Gospel of our Lord. Praise you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. This time I invite all the young and young at heart forward for a special message. Heidi has something to share with you this morning. Is that right? 
there's always one right answer for every question in Sunday school, and it's Jesus, right? <laughs> always the right answer. Jesus is the shepherd. Jesus is the one who takes care of his sheep and keeps them from harm. But who are the sheep? Who are the sheep? Try again. Say it louder. Everyone! Oh my gosh, it's like going deep today. That's how many answers the sheep. I'm not going to hear anybody to tell children. Okay, so Jesus is the shepherd and we are the sheep. So what is Jesus supposed to do? Lead us, take care of us, right? Does that mean that nothing bad will ever happen to us? Yeah. Feed us high. But does that mean nothing bad will ever happen? Sometimes bad things still happen, right? Yeah. But it means that Jesus is always there for us. How is he there for us? What can we do to talk to Jesus? Pray. We pray. We know that he's with us even when things are bad, right? When we do it too well in school or have a bad day, we know that Jesus is still there and will love us and take care of us. And we are never alone because God loves us. Never alone. Oh my goodness. All right, can you pray with me? Repeat after me. Dear God, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for loving us and taking care of your sheep. Pray with me. Savior, like a shepherd, lead us. How much we need your tender care. In your pleasant pastures, feed us for our use, your fold prepare. Blessed Jesus, you have bought us, we are yours. Hear us when we pray. You have loved us, love us still. Lead us and strengthen us, care for us, Lord Jesus, by the gift of your word poured out for our sake, for all times and in all places. All these things and all the things of our hearts we lift before you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. How do we measure love? Do we measure love by how much we're given? Do we look at our, our parents, our grandparents, and consider the way that they've provided for us and assign some kind of value based on what we've been shown? You see, that may be set up to sound like a bad thing, but it's not an entirely flawed way of looking at it. We see throughout this world... Horrible ways that children have been neglected or abused or even witnessed how the elderly and the vulnerable in our society have suffered for a lack of care. They have not been shown love. 
Do we measure love by the amount of affection we give or receive? Saying I love you is an important part of deepening relationships with others because we believe and trust that our words have and carry with them meaning and share with one another a part and parcel of who we are and what we mean to another person. But we also know that sometimes those words have been used to manipulate, to string people along, and were shared for not-so-nice purposes. We measure love, I think, cautiously because we don't want to be hurt by another person. And as people who attempt to show love toward one another, we're cautious ourselves in giving it. Because we don't want our generosity or our affection to be misplaced in someone who would reject us, abuse us, misplace our trust or our compassion. Our second reading from the first letter of John this morning says that we know love, we recognize love by this. That Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. That out of love, the one who called himself the good shepherd, the one who leads, guides, and protects us, who knows us more intimately than we know ourselves from time to time, chose to give of himself that we might be safe and protected, that we might know that we are not alone, that God has not abandoned us, that God loves us no matter what. That's how we measure love. We see it all around us. People giving of their last dollar to feed another person who's hungry. People opening their homes to strangers to keep them out of the cold. People running into burning buildings, war zones, the dangers of our backyards and into the intimate, scary moments of life. To offer a source of healing and rescue. We see love in the simple actions and in the more drastic ones. Because love is a complex thing. Love gives of itself beyond rational thinking. Beyond an ultimate desire for safety. Beyond our instinct for self-preservation and greed. True love, we find, looks like Jesus. Laying down his own life for the sake of his sheep. For us, how can you measure something like that? It means, I suppose, that love is not something that can be given a value. It simply is. That dreaded question that parents sometimes ask their parents, that, that kids ask their parents, do you love me or do you love my sister or brother more? That question, of course, comes with the answer, no, I love you, period, end of story. Because love is more than an emotion. It's a giving of ourselves, responding to the needs of the world around us. We love people in different ways, based upon their needs, based upon what they require to live a joy-filled, happy life. Jesus laid down his life for us because that is what we needed. To know and to see that God loves us so much that we are not a waste. 
that were worth saving. Jesus laid down his life for us so that we could see what it means to be loved by God. And so that we could understand in some way what it means to truly love one another. A shepherd cares for the sheep not because of what they have to offer. Their wool, their milk, their meat. A shepherd cares for the sheep because they need the protection that the shepherd has the means to offer. How can anyone who has the world's goods, who has a blessing from God, look at their sister and their brother in need and yet close off their heart to them? John says, how does God's love abide in that person? To ask ourselves, would I lay my life down for someone else? Could I give of myself in that way? Isn't really a question that we can answer until the moment presents itself. But what we can do is look at the way that we treat one another in the here and now. To look at the way that this world treats those in need. Do we look at the works of our hands and see all that we've accomplished, all that we've earned, and say, this is mine, no one else can have it? Or do we see many blessings from God given to us for the sole purpose of tending to the needs of our sisters and brothers? Do we love other people in our lives enough to tell them when they're making a mistake, even if it means that we're uncomfortable or that it risks fracturing a relationship? Or do we allow people to go on living their lives, soaking up the consequences of their actions, leaving them alone to wallow in their own self-pity, to wander in the valley of the shadow of death? Do we love one another enough to hear when we're wrong and not let our ego or our pride stand in the way of receiving a gift, a good and precious gift from someone else who loves us so much not to leave us alone, but to wish better for us? Do we focus on the joys, the blessings that God has put in our lives, the green pastures and the still waters that provide for us signs of the God who loves us and the many ways that God cares for us? Or do we sit and brood in this valley of death's shadow, always finding something wrong with the world, something out of place that we can complain about and kick down the road? Is that love? Is that compassion? Is that mercy? I think we would agree, no it isn't. By this, we know love. That Jesus laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for our sisters and brothers. If what we do or what we say doesn't have that in mind, isn't the focus of how we look at this world, it isn't love. How we look at and treat one another, our spouse, our parent, our child, our friend, our enemy, doesn't consider that person's needs, their well-being, their dignity as a creature of God. Then we aren't loving our neighbor, we're using them. That's not how a shepherd loves his sheep. 
That's not how God loves us. And it's not how we should love one another. Like sheep in a flock, we need each other. Because love is the best thing that we can do. Because love is the best thing that God does for us. We talk a lot about love. So much so that at times I think we forget that it is the foundation of who we are in Jesus. Love's become a word that gets thrown around in the world so much that it's lost its value, it's lost its weight. But see what love the Father has given us. That we should be called God's children, that we should be called sheep. That we should be given someone who loves us so much that to protect us from the wolves at the door, he lays down his own life. This is how we know that God is for us. And this is how we know what it means to love one another. And so maybe, maybe the way that we measure love isn't about how much or how little. Love is laying down our lives for one another. So maybe the way that it's measured is when we look and we see how it's spread throughout the world. Maybe the way that we measure love is to see how often we witness people giving of themselves to protect and to serve those who are in need. Maybe the way that we measure love is to name the places where we see the risen Jesus at work in our lives. Blessing us and blessing those around us. Calling us to come home. To be fed, to be nurtured, to be cared for. Maybe the way that we measure love is to see Jesus everywhere. And maybe the way that we know that love is to follow our good shepherd. Wherever that love is leading us to go. Amen.